Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. The Packers step up. We got history in the NBA last night. We got growing discontent in Brooklyn. We've got it all for you. Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson filling in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. And, of course, on your smart speaker at Play ESPN Radio. We are presented, as always, by our friends at Progressive Insurance. All of that to come. But we begin because with what is the only place to start. Here we go! Only one place to start. It was an eventful week around the Packers. Not the highest paid player by a little, by a wide margin. He doesn't want to just be at the top by a few million. It's got to be significant. And it appears the Green Bay Packers are headed toward doing just that and trying to give Aaron Rodgers a huge contract. Amber it's not that surprising that they're going to step up, but before we get into it, let's hear from Jeremy Fowler, who broke the news this morning of what the Packers are prepared to do right here on Get Up. The Green Bay Packers have made a significant offer to Aaron Rodgers to keep him long-term. That could be like a three- to four-year deal to potentially spread out the cap hit. Now, the Packers are all in on doing this. There are some other teams that are lurking that have inquired. Denver Broncos are one. No firm decision from Rodgers. Packers still have no desire to trade Rodgers. In fact, I talked to a source who said that Rodgers might even need to retire if he wants to be traded because of all that the Packers are going to want. They would probably want not only premium picks, but potentially some young, good players on rookie contracts that would cripple the team acquiring Rodgers. Amber, it's finally time that the Packers stepped up and applied a little bit of pressure on Aaron Rodgers, who said that he didn't want to drag it out. But in my estimation, that's what they have done here when they've let it be known that they're going to offer him the biggest contract basically in quarterback history and in NFL history that's going to alter the market for a long, long time. Chris, we heard from Aaron Packer, from Aaron Rodgers' own mouth, what, six weeks ago, that he was going to make a decision quickly. And then we were getting the reports from Diana Rossini that a decision was imminent. Then we were getting the reports from Diana Rossini that he wanted to be the highest paid quarterback in the league, something like a $50 million mark. And we were hearing from the Packers the whole time from Matt LaFleur directly from his mouth at the Combine saying, we're letting him have his space. We're letting him take his time. Well, now we're, what, nine days away? from free agency and him taking his time and him making a decision quick, uh, quote unquote, I think is just wearing on everybody at this point, including the Green Bay Packers. I don't know how long he's had this deal on the table from them, but I do agree with you that us finding out now that this deal is on the table and what this deal potentially is, is the Packers letting us all know, hey, Aaron, you need to make a decision, boss. Like, okay, fine. We're giving you your space. Maybe LaFleur isn't texting you every 10 minutes on your cell, but I'm sure that they're actively having the conversations and probably calling Aaron's agent every day. Uh, any news, any updates? And so now they release this report publicly. We have this information. I think the Green Bay Packers are trying to show 
to their fan base, we're doing everything we can to keep Aaron Rodgers and we're trying to treat him well. But Chris, what I find interesting about this too, at three, four year deal, it'll take him well into his forties. It also means that if he was to take this deal, that we don't have to do this again for, no. uh, you know, at least four years. Yeah. And, and look for Rodgers at this point, this is about the best situation that you could have hoped for to get out of it. If in fact your decision is to be staying in Green Bay here. I'm glad that the Packers have let it be known everything that they are willing to do, but also slide in there that if he does want to be traded, he may have to retire because we don't want to make this easy for you to get away from us. It's not just you come to us and you say that you want to get moved and we're going to do it. No, we are still going to fight for every bit of keeping you as we can. Amber, the Packers believe they can win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Even in Green Bay right now, I'm not so convinced. And it doesn't fully have to do with him, but when it has to do with all the money that we're talking about, and the Packers don't have much room to work with to begin with. In fact, they're beyond over the cap. They have to get this all situated by the start of the league year next week. They have Devontae Adams to straighten out. They're going to have to get rid of some players as well. I don't believe that the Packers ultimately are best served by keeping Aaron Rodgers at this point. And while they believe that and they understand what they have and they understand publicly what they're dealing with, the the reality of the situation is they might be moving further away from a Super Bowl than closer if they're going to do this kind of a thing with Rodgers. Well, I'm not buying into that. I'm not going to buy into that with a quarterback who's throwing, you know, 37 touchdowns and over 4,000 yards and winning a back-to-back MVP. But when's the last he gives time you the better they won a championship? When is the last? I mean, it's 10 years now, Amber. It's 10 years, and in the NFC Championship game this year, when everything was situated for him, cold weather, all that, didn't score an offensive touchdown after the first series. Didn't score a touchdown after the first series. That's fine. And, and I'm not, 70 yards. I'm not saying that they're absolutely winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying that they're closer to it with Aaron Rodgers than without Aaron Rodgers. That I know for sure. That I'm convinced of. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is winning a Super Bowl in Green Bay. I don't know if he's winning one in Denver. I don't know if he's winning one in Tennessee. I don't know if he's winning one in Pittsburgh, frankly. I think probably out of those teams, Green Bay would give him the best opportunity to do just that. And now we're getting the reports that, hey, maybe Green Bay is not going to be so soft in these negotiations. They do have the power. They do have to trade him away. And they're going to decimate your team in trying to do so because, yes, they're trading away one of the greatest quarterbacks of his generation, if not one of the greatest of all time. And so it's not going to be easy dealings. And these other teams need to consider that. So does Aaron Rodgers. But I think, Chris, what this is always boiled down to with Aaron isn't necessarily what's happening on the field. It may be simple stuff like, do you want to work somewhere else? You know, most of us in whatever profession we have, we get a bit more control over our lives than professional athletes. Maybe you're just a dude who feels like a change of scenery. Maybe you want to work somewhere else. Maybe you want to live somewhere else full time. Whatever it is that appeals to you, you would have already known this though, right? Like you would know this today. Mm -hmm. You would have known this when the season ended six weeks ago for your team. I just don't understand what the holdup is and whatever your decision is going to be at this point. Now you're starting to harm wherever it is you want to end up, whether that's Green Bay or whether that's any of those other three teams or some team we're not thinking about. 
it doesn't matter what your destination is. At some point here, Aaron Rodgers is holding that destination hostage by taking this long to make his decision. And I think low-key in this report, we're kind of getting that. Where in Jeremy Fowler's report here, you're feeling a little pressure from Green Bay, and I think you're feeling a little frustration from them as well. To your original point here, yes, they're closer to winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, but the question really is, are they close enough to doing it with him at this point. We're just getting rolling, and we've got more on Rodgers in just a moment. Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson in today for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Up next, Aaron Rodgers isn't keeping to his word. We'll explain what we mean in moments. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. It was an eventful week around the Packers. Not the highest paid player by a little, by a wide margin. He doesn't want to just be at the top by a few million. It's got to be significant. Aaron Rodgers was denying that report, yet here we are, and it's going to be a significant difference. It's Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson, in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. The job search can be a long, frustrating journey. That's why ZipRecruiter's AI does so much of the work for you. They send you jobs you can apply to with one click, and they pitch your profile to employers. Sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Amber, I... I'm not remotely surprised that Aaron Rodgers continues to be selfish in this. And I I mentioned it briefly earlier. What bothers me the most is he made this promise at the very end of the regular or at the very end of the season in the postseason for him, which was the divisional round, mind you, that he would not take long to make up his mind because that's not fair to the Packers at this point. Here we are. It's March. We are... A day away from the franchise tag deadline. We are a week and a half away from the start of the league year in free agency. And Aaron Rodgers hasn't made up his mind. And the Packers are $30 million over the cap. 
It is not surprising to me at all that he is being selfish. Yeah, what? Free agency starts, I think, officially in nine days, unofficially in what, you know, six, seven days. I mean, unofficially, it's happening right now. it started at the combine, really. Yes, because we know those conversations are happening uh, under the table or in back rooms right now. He's absolutely harming the Packers at this point by carrying this out. But like I said last segment, I think he's harming any team that he could go to at this point as well. Because... The move, if you wanted to leave, wouldn't it have been, Chris, to immediately go to the Packers after the season and say, listen, I really appreciate my career here and everything that we've had together, but I just want to change the scenery. I'm just at a different place in life, whatever it may be. Give them your reasons. Let's work something out. Kumbaya. We try to maintain this some semblance here of a good relationship because they had built back to a place of a good relationship. It seems like everything that was so tumultuous last offseason when we were doing this dance back then has a very different tone to it this offseason, right? Everyone's supposedly in good spirits over there in Green Bay. Now, though, he's making them wait. Now he's making them wait to do things like tag Devontae Adams, like you mentioned. Now we're up against the deadline for that. They're going to have to do that. And those conversations all needed to start with Aaron Rodgers. What do you do about the Adams situation? Well, are we giving Aaron Rodgers a new deal? Is he staying here? Can we then rework a new deal with Adams instead of tagging him and and still structure this so we can fix our cap situation? None of those dominoes fall without knowing who's going to be under center for us next year. And so we needed this decision from Aaron Rodgers. But if he was going to depart, we also needed that decision from Aaron Rodgers and I just feel like if you were Rodgers the move would have been to go to them immediately hey I just I really I really like thin air and I want to go live in Denver so send me to the Denver Broncos let's work something out we do that immediately and capitalize on that good relationship but at this point if we're all out here Chris and we're not involved in this situation whatsoever and we're all tired of it and frustrated by it I can only imagine what it's like when you're the rest of your entire future of your franchise is riding on it and you're waiting for this dude to text you back. This uh, this this is just getting beyond more frustrating by the day, but Aaron loves it. And not everybody thinks that he f- absolutely owes this to the Packers. Here's Dan Orlovsky, ESPN NFL analyst this morning on Get Up. It's not Aaron Rodgers' job to have multiple plans set in place organizationally for what his multiple options may be. That is their general manager, Brian Gutekunst's job. Aaron Rodgers' job is to sit there, or at least responsibility, is to sit there and have communication with his organization to say, when is the deadline that you need to know my decision by? And then it's the organization's job and responsibility to sit there and say, okay, if Aaron Rodgers comes to us and says that he wants to come back and play for the Green Bay Packers, how do we make that happen, not only for the individual, but then also to have a team that is championship caliber? It's their job to plan that out. Or if he comes to us and says, hey, I'm going to play this year, guys. I'm just not going to play in Green Bay. Then it is their job to figure out how to handle and execute a necessary plan to make that happen. Or if he says, I'm done playing. It's not Aaron Rodgers' responsibility. That's not him being selfish. But does it really give anybody the idea right now that there has been any kind of deadline set by either side. I think the Packers, Ambers, we're seeing, want to sit back and give him his space. But there is a limit. And I think that limit is what we're starting to see today that is coming out of Jeremy Fowler's report of, okay, we've given you all the room that we can, and here we are. So where are we here? And it's, if you're trying to be as respectful as possible. I don't think they could have done it any better. They have done everything they can to 
you know, kiss up basically to Aaron Rodgers all off season and all season long. Yeah, isn't respect a two-way street here? I mean, I understand that the Packers owe everything to Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers also has to respect the organization if, in fact, he wants to stay there or if, in fact, he wants to go to another organization that isn't completely decimated where he still has some weapons around him because they've made a good deal there with Green Bay. I mean, if if Aaron Rodgers wants the Packers to work with him, which he is under contract, so this is where I don't fully agree with Orlovsky. We're not – like, it's not Aaron Rodgers – world and we're all living it dude ain't a free agent like that's not our fault we didn't make him sign the deal when he signed the deal and then restructure the deal last offseason that man is still under contract he could come back and play under that contract next season the Packers would be what 47 million or whatever they would be over the cap or 25 I think right currently with his books they shed some of that they'd be way way over the cap if he came back and just stayed with that same contract like that's a possibility no one talks about that right he could come back we could do the same song and dance next offseason hopefully that doesn't happen for any of our sanities Uh, but that is a possibility but where I don't agree with Orlovsky is because he's under contract and because he needs the Packers to work with him because he's under contract then doesn't he kind of need to also you know work with them as well and make this as easy on them as possible at least in terms of here's my decision when that decision has been made and Chris, none of us believe that decision hasn't been made yet. No, none no, Amber, that decision was made by midseason, at the very latest, to me. I, mean, I it was made a year and a half ago is what it, I think it was made. I, it absolutely could have been. Greeny, brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your coverage so you only pay for what you need. This is Aaron Rodgers 41 days ago. 41 days ago. Guys, not going to drag this out. This is from the Pat McAfee Show. I feel like I'm at I'm at the place relationally with the Packers, you know, in a really good place, especially with uh, with Brian and the way our friendship and, and trust has has grown. Where the, it would be a simple conversation, and whatever comes out of that conversation is moving forward. There's not going to be any weird, you know, standoff, uh, you know, war of silence or anything. It's you know, Brian and I have had good conversations throughout the year and. And when it, you know, when it comes time to make a decision, we'll have a we'll have a conversation, and, and that'll be that. There won't be it won't be a long drawn out process. And uh, I think that's what's best for me, for him, for the organization, and for all the other decisions that need to be made. Amber, do you know how many times in my life I've been told by women in relationships that I'm quote making it weird? He's making it weird. He's talking about not wanting to make it weird. Yet here we are, forty days later, forty one days later, and. You want to discuss friendship and relationship with Brian Gutekunst, and we're in such a good place. Friends don't leave each other hanging. Friends don't just put you in a position where you cannot maneuver one way or another. And this is not friends' business. This is not, you know, this is business. It's not friendsness or whatever you would want to call it. I, I just think that. He's just as phony as can be when it comes to all of this in every single way. And I think he has been as nice as he has to Gutekunst and the Packers because he wants to get what he wants to get, and that's to get out of town. So let me kill him with kindness. After last year, it didn't work when I got ticked off. I like how he's not going to have a war of silence and this isn't going to be a drawn out process. And then what, didn't he like go into the woods on some retreat after that? And it was silent for weeks on end while he was doing whatever meditated retreat he was doing. 
this has absolutely been a drawn out process. I mean, that is 100% what this is. It, whatever he, whether he leaves or whether he stays, I mean, it's funny, Chris, because if I'm a Packers fan and Aaron Rodgers ends up staying, which is what I've always thought he was going to do and what I think he should do, but if he ends up staying, if I'm a Packers fan, I'm very frustrated with him for staying in a way. Yes, I'm thrilled that I don't have Jordan Love under center and I have Aaron Rodgers instead because he's the reigning MVP and he's playing at that level. Fine. But I'm also incredibly frustrated that his decision actually was to just maintain the status quo and to stay here in Green Bay. And then you did this to us. At least if he leaves, it's, it could be okay. Well, I, you know, I was really having a hard time debating between Denver and Tennessee and, and where they might be after a trade with the Packers and where I would be happiest living. But if he stays in Green Bay, I mean, what have we been doing? Yeah, and uh, the other thing you take out of this clearly is when he says there's, there's not going to be any of that drama that's around it, what he's telling you is I expect that the Packers won't be dramatic when I tell them I want to go. And that's what he's doing. That's what he's saying. I believe our friendship and our trust has built enough where they're just going to let me do whatever it is I want to do. The job search can be a frustrating journey filled with long, lonely hours on the computer and countless attempts to get noticed by employers. ZipRecruiter gets it. No one wants to feel alone in their job search. That's why ZipRecruiter's AI does so much of the work for you. They save you time by sending you jobs you can apply to with one click, and they pitch your profile to employers so you stand out. Job seekers, feel the love. Sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com. For Dragic behind the arc. Pick it up top for Kevin Durant. 11 to shoot for the Nets. Durant wants to clear out against Robert Williams. Pulls up from three and connects. Durant with 26. Nets an 11-0 run. Kevin Durant and company still, still searching as yesterday. They saw on the other side of the floor, Jason Tatum put up 54. They lost their 17th. In their last 20. It's Chris Carlin and Amber Wilson in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80 as well as ESPN Plus. Amber, this continues to get worse and worse for the Nets. And Kevin Durant just looks as frustrated as can be. And you certainly understand why. Let's hear from Durant after the game yesterday and his feelings about this team that cannot buy one right now. It's easy to be concerned. It's easy to be worried and pissed off and mad. It's easy to do that. We could point, point fingers and, you know, blame our season on other things. But let's just go play. We got another game. We got 17 more, and let's see what happens. That's great. Amber, you can go play. You just don't know who's playing on a given night. It's hard to evaluate the Nets when they haven't been the fully formed Nets the entire season, right? And they're not going to be. Like, I don't know when we're going to see Ben Simmons. Is he going to fire it up in the postseason? That seems like a terrible idea. So we may not even see Simmons until next season, despite all the talk this whole time about Ben Simmons. I I don't know if we're ever going to see him again. (laughs) I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows what's happening with that situation with Ben Simmons? This is not a fully formed team, 
And it's not going to be a fully formed team. So at some point, we just have to start evaluating what is in front of us. And what is in front of us is a team where Kevin Durant is doing everything that Kevin Durant can do. And he's one of the best players in the world when he's healthy. But it's not going to be enough because that's what's out there. And Kyrie part-time isn't enough. And they're losing games on the road. and Which is when we thought Kyrie would at least be there to help enough to get those dubs you know, um, when they're on the road. It's just just not a team with enough consistency or continuity around Kevin Durant for them to actually be able to make up any ground here down the stretch where they're in a really difficult situation. They might be on the outside looking in. Well, when I need perspective, I turn to Kyrie Irving because that's where you get the most logical perspective you possibly can. So here he is on the net situation. When you don't have that consistency or when you don't have guys in the lineup, I mean, it takes a big... uh hindrance on, on everything and, and I take my accountability for that as well so you know now we just have 17 games left and we make the best of it and we're not in this do or die mode but we just know hey in order for us to be in position for contention we got to do the little things in order to win every single night and uh, you know I'm I'm gonna have to show up I can't uh literally or figuratively yeah I I, I counted about seven things wrong with what he just said and It starts with consistency, and I take my accountability for that uh, as well. Really? Because you're never on the court. My biggest problem here with Kyrie Irving is when you're playing just the road games and you are standing up for what you believe in, while that's great, it also comes with its price. Don't act like it doesn't. You are in a do-or-die situation in large part because of you, but I also got news for you. Kyrie has played 10 of these 20 games where they've lost 17 of them. Yeah. They're one and nine in the 10 games that he's played, Amber. That's the bigger problem because we spent so much time, Chris, talking about this part-time Kyrie stuff. The bigger problem is when you're losing the games where he is available during that part-time, right? I mean, last night, he was there for 37 minutes on that court. He put up 19. It ain't good enough. It ain't enough. KD's out there putting up 37. He's over 30 every night. He's doing everything he can since he came back from injury. But it's not going to be enough because even when Kyrie is out there, they're losing the game. So a part-time Kyrie isn't the problem. The team, as it's constructed, just frankly does not have enough, even when Kyrie's on the court. Look, at this juncture, the Nets are looking more and more like they're going to be the biggest disaster in trying to assemble a dream team, not just in NBA history, maybe in professional sports history. We're talking about this two years ago, Amber, three years ago, when it all started to come together, that this was going to be the the best big three of all time, and that includes what we saw with LeBron down in Miami. It's turned into a complete nightmare. I know. Well, it's turned into a complete nightmare. It has turned into just an absolute joke, beginning with the fact that the Nets brought Durant in thinking they were going to be able to do this, and they paid him for an entire year not to, to not play. And then... Kyrie last year, just taking a couple of weeks off, not really checking in with anybody to let them know what's going on. They get James Harden, who forced his way out of Houston by dogging it. And a year later, he's forcing his way out of Brooklyn, where Durant and Kyrie are two of the top 10 talents that he was playing with. You would have three, I would say, arguably of the top six or seven players in all of basketball, and you couldn't make that work. And now Harden's gone and you hand it over to Ben Simmons, and his talent's great. 
It actually does not work if it's not on the court. Well, Harden has a reputation for not being able to make it work, right? Uh, we'll see yeah. if it works in, in Philly. But I, I, I will say that I don't Many agree times. with you <laughs> that this is necessarily the biggest disaster, as you call it, the biggest disaster in NBA history. I don't think it's on the list because global pandemic. That's the only kind of caveat here. I think because That's of that. That's not the reason this is falling apart on Well, America. it's not. Well, Okay. It kind of is, if you really think about it, because you bring, obviously, Katie over to Brooklyn, you bring Kyrie over to Brooklyn, and then when James Harden joins this mix, you think, all right, man, they've got it. They've got their big three. The problem is with the whole vaccine situation with Kyrie and then him becoming part-time, that has everything to do with, reportedly, why James Harden ends up growing weary there as well. Now, I understand we could all think maybe this was just a stopover for him, and he always actually wanted to be in Philly. It's always hard to know the truth with James Harden, but let's assume that there's some truth to those reports that he grew frustrated with the situation with Kyrie. And I guess the flip side argument would be, well, Kyrie being Kyrie in a global pandemic, even if you couldn't foresee the pandemic, you should have been able to foresee Kyrie and and some of his availability issues that extend beyond a vaccination status over yeah. the last couple seasons. Yeah. But the main issue here, at least for this season, was the vaccination status. And nobody could have predicted that we'd be in this global pandemic, that we'd, you know, have vaccines, that it would be this whole thing, that you'd be required to be vaccinated. Like, nobody could have foreseen all of this coming, is my point. And they've been dealing with that adversity. And then, of course, the injuries to Katie on top of that. And so then James Harden ends up leaving your organization. All of it is interrelated. I, I just think that the when I'm evaluating, like, biggest disasters in sports or biggest busts in sports, I'm looking at it from the respect of did it go according to plan and the plan was terrible. Like that to me is a bigger bust where this didn't at all go according to plan. So I understand it's been an absolute disaster up there. It's just, I don't know what it would have looked like without a global pandemic. Yeah, but KD screwed up. He trusted Kyrie. The pandemic's fine. There would have been something else. There's always something. And Kyrie's the one that once this all came to be, that decided not to play, and that's what caused Harden to want his way out. Do any of us believe that the Nets would be anywhere near this situation if Kyrie was playing every game? No. Harden would still be here, and it wouldn't even be a discussion, and we'd be talking about setting them up for the NBA Finals. That's my point. Yeah, well, Kyrie was the constant here. Kyrie has been this guy his entire career, and KD made the conscious choice to follow him to Brooklyn. And now it has all fallen apart on them. And listen to Woj from this weekend. Is Simmons going to play anytime soon? Or just more matter-of-factly, is Ben Simmons actually going to get it out of the way and play in Philadelphia on Thursday? Simmons is going to join them at some point. And the Nets' hope is when Brooklyn gets back after Thursday's game in Philly, uh, that Simmons at that point will be ready to start getting on the floor with his teammates and increasing his workload, getting closer to returning. That back problem uh, has been an issue for him since he's tried to start ramping up. He's essentially really just done individual work at their facility. They're hoping by the end of next week, the end of this week, he'll be able to do more. But no chance he plays Thursday night There in is Philly. no chance he is playing in Philly. Look. If I'm a teammate, i got to start looking at you a little cross-eyed at that point. You don't want to get it over with. What is taking you so long to get back here? You have had enough time to rest. The overall point, Amber, they are an unsolvable mess at this moment. 
I think what's taking him so long to get back there is that maybe he didn't stay in as good enough shape uh, all this time that he hasn't been playing basketball as, as he should have been. And it would take a, you a while, even if you were in great shape, to get your legs back under you. And then reportedly he's, his back starts acting up because it had been so long since he was on this kind of grind. I do actually think that that could be believable. Now, that ain't why he's not playing in Philly. We all know why he's not playing in Philly. Frankly, I don't. I don't blame Simmons for not wanting to come back in Philly when that's when you're going to make your return. Sure, milk that back a little bit longer. Let it rest a few more days. I actually don't have a huge problem with that component of it. Uh, If he had already been ramped up, then I'd have certainly more of a problem with it. I think the bigger danger here, Chris, is that there's just no chance, I don't think, that Simmons is going to be ready enough to really contribute because we're just too late in the game, quite literally too late in the game this season for him to really be able to contribute to that team even as great as as he can be defensively and even as good of a fit as he could be here for the ones who get it done granger is always there to help granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry 24 7 support free access to product specialists and experienced staff at over 250 local branches plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson, in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Coming up next, how much more can LeBron James actually do for the Lakers? It's a very important question. You'll find out why in just moments. Greeny on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. And Lakers trying to close this thing out, and now you got back-to-back turnovers, but a steal by Monk on the inbound. And LeBron James with the alley-oop finish. Malik Monk. 
James with 54. Right here on ESPN Radio Saturday night. Time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. It's Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus as well as your smart speaker. Amber, LeBron was vintage the other night. It was beautiful to absolutely watch. And he did everything that he needed to do to go and win that game against the Golden State Warriors. That's all awesome. Can he do that night in and night out to try to let the Lakers get home here and limp into the postseason and maybe make it out of the play-in round? Boy, we are asking a lot of LeBron at age 37. Yeah, and the answer to your question is no. He cannot do that night in and night out, nor should he do that to his body night in and night out. I mean, I think as great as LeBron is, and he can still obviously give us 56 when he feels like giving us 56, I think it's when he feels like giving us 56 that's so notable here, and I think he feels like it when he's on national television and it's against the Warriors. And first of all, Chris, somebody had to win this game, right? Because neither of these teams have felt like doing that much lately. So somebody was going to have to win the other night when these teams uh, took on Saturday night when they uh, took each other on. But LeBron was absolutely vintage LeBron. The thing is, LeBron is still that great in snippets. I mean, not that LeBron has fallen off much, but listen, he has fallen off a little. And where you see it at 37 years old is the fact that it's going to come kind of when he feels like going up to that next level. That effort isn't always going to be there. You see it defensively. And I feel like that's in the NBA where you always see players age first is defensive effort because so much of that is just effort. How much effort do you want to put in? How much grind? And as you age and your body's not quite the same, as it used to be. It doesn't feel the same as it used to be. And because of that, you just don't necessarily want to put yourself through it all the time. So no, LeBron is not going to want to put up 56 every night so that the Lakers can make the postseason. It ain't happening. When it is happening is on a huge stage against Steph Curry and the Warriors when everyone's watching on national television and everybody's listening here on ESPN Radio. Well, if he did, he certainly put on a good show in making it look good the other night. Desperation. I mean, uh, got a four-game losing streak. Obviously, our season been up and down, but uh, I would say desperation inspiring. We play inspired basketball uh, versus a really good team. And we needed this win for sure. Yeah, desperation, inspiration—it's all great. Uh, even if he wanted to do that, and you—you you never question LeBron's competitiveness, right? Even if he was hoping to get this team home to the postseason, it's asking so, so much. Toughest remaining schedule in the league right now for the Lakers. Their teams that they are facing are 20, uh, are, are, you know, the Lakers are 28 and 35, and they have the toughest remaining schedule. And they cannot get out of their own way. They have no AD. Russell Westbrook, Frank Vogel, is standing up a little bit for, for bit for Westbrook by not taking him out of the starting lineup when the reports are that the front office absolutely wants him out of the starting lineup, and I get why. I just, if I'm LeBron, how much more can I put into this night in and night out when you already see him having to manage how he expends his energy on the nights where he knows he's going to have to put in That much more on the offensive end, he's nowhere near the same player defensively. 
Well, and that's, and that's the point, right? I mean, the fact that he had to put up 56 for them to get this win is extremely problematic because you don't want, you don't want any superstar in that situation. You particularly don't want your 37 year old superstar in that situation. The problem with the Lakers is that he doesn't have enough around him. Like there ain't enough. So yes, could the Lakers make the postseason and could they even make a little noise if he's willing to put up 56 every night? I sure, but that's obviously not something that's at all realistic it's not something that he's going to want to even have to do and I mean I kind of think that's the point the Warriors have been on a skid here like I joked about it but they've been on it even though they're sitting at second in the west they've been on a skid here they look like they've lost a step and he still had to put up 56 against them to get this done right now they have to win two games to get into the postseason and they are not going to climb back up into the 7-8 matchup They're stuck in the 9-10 because they're sitting four and a half games behind the Clippers, three in the loss column right now. That is not going to be easy to catch them. And Remember when LeBron hated the play-in? Yeah, well. When he said whoever came up with it should be fired? (laughs) Now it's his only way into the postseason. And it's magical because he's been stuck having to do it. And Mm -hmm. here we are again, and it's his only way to get home. I. I credit him with trying to make it happen, but boy, he put himself in this situation by assembling this team as he did. No matter how much he wants to try to blame Rob Palenka or anybody else, Russ was your idea, bro. That was it. It was your idea, and it has not worked in any way possible. It is Chris Carlin and Amber Wilson in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Aaron Rodgers closer to staying in Green Bay. A hint this morning from the Packers next. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.